thank you today for the Word of the living God that it's ever settled, it's ever true. It's the Word of a God that cannot lie. It's impossible for it to be any other way than what He said in His Word. So we thank you for that solid rock in which we stand. Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. In Mark 16, Jesus said, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Wayma said, Go proclaim the gospel to all mankind. Then Jesus told Nicodemus, Now, he told, he told Nicodemus, You've got to be born again to get into this kingdom or to see this kingdom or to receive the kingdom benefits. You've got to understand something, that it belongs to you. Praise God. You cannot believe God for anything that you don't know belongs to you. If you don't know it belongs to you, that's why people never receive anything. They'll pray, Dear Lord, heal ain't nearly him, if it be thy will. And ain't nearly never does get healed. Because it won't do no good. All, all they're doing... All they're doing is sound religious. And that's what it is, a bunch of religion. It ain't got nothing to do with the Word of God. God wants you to know what belongs to you. Now, if you don't know it belongs to you, you know, that's what they call robbery. If you go up to the bank up there and say, I want to withdraw $1,000, and you don't even have an account up there, they call the police. Amen. Amen? That's called robbery. Now, you have to understand this, that what Jesus did for you is already past tense. He's not going to do anything. He does not have to add one thing to what he's already done. You do not have to add one thing. Anything you try to add to what the finished work of Jesus is, we call that works. You try. He said, not by works that we have done, but by his righteousness we've been saved. See, it's by what He done, what He set out, what He accomplished. Amen. Praise God. So, Jesus told Nicodemus, now this kingdom of God, He went everywhere preaching the kingdom of God. Kingdom of God, kingdom of God, kingdom of God. Said you got to be born from above. You got to have citizenship in the kingdom of Almighty God. You cannot get the United States benefit if you don't uh, uh, belong and a citizen of the United States, supposedly. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Amplified Bible says, John 1, 3, Jesus answered him and I said, I, surely, I assure you most solemnly and tell you that unless a person is born again, anew, from above, he cannot ever see, know, be acquainted with, and experience the kingdom of Almighty God. I mean, he covered every base there. I mean, that's all. You can't acquire it. You can't see it. You can't experience it. It ain't going to work unless you understand the kingdom of God. Well, what am I talking about the kingdom of God? Right now, there are two realms existing right here. The physical realm that we see right now, but we can operate in the spiritual realm which made the physical realm. Now, unless you understand that, you won't understand faith, 
You'll keep trying to believe God for something. God's going to do this. By the first of the month, He's going to get my rent paid. By the first of the month, He's going to get my car note paid and all this, and He's going to get me this. And he, and you know, preachers always preaching about this breakthrough. Well, God's going to give you a breakthrough. Let me tell you something. Jesus has done broke through. He's already set that down to your credit. Well, now, if you'll send in this amount of money or, 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 or do this and do that and do this, you'll get a breakthrough. I'm telling you right now, anything you've got to do that helps out the Lord Jesus Christ and His finished work is error. You ain't getting nothing. Hallelujah. So there are two realms existing. They take up the same space. Now, God has a spiritual realm we call the kingdom of God the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of His dear Son. That's the spirit realm. And in this spirit realm, there's no time. It's always now. Well, when can I have it right now? When do I believe I receive? Now. How come? Because that's where it's at. See, that's where all your blessings are at. See, this thing over here, the spirit realm, where it's already yours, Blessed be God made this thing which you can see out here. Now you, you can, he said you can have what you say, and he said you can say to this mountain, how come? Because it's already a pile of mountain right there. It is a duplicate in the spirit world to what you see in the physical world. When Moses told the children of Israel how to build the tabernacle, how to build this thing, what to make it, and everything else. He had already seen this thing because there was a duplicate in heaven. God even had a high priest in heaven named Melchizedek. Amen. Now, we've got a duplicate. Well, in other words, God's got the original. God's got the original. And His time is now. Well, how come He put me in a time warp? Past, present, and future. Well, the reason he put you in a time warp is where, blessed be God, when you get born again, hallelujah, that old man can be in the past and you can operate right now in the now. You don't, well, you know, if we was in the now realm, you'd forever be a sinner. If we was in the now realm and it wasn't no time in our realm, you'd never have a future. You'd never have a, 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 a present. Amen? But now what did Paul say? If any man be in Christ, if he's in Christ in this now realm, this old thing passed away, you're brought as it were in, as into another world. You ain't just a new creation, but you are a creator, a creation that can operate in the supernatural realm, in the spiritual realm. Hallelujah. See, you got to know I've got a realm that I can operate in where the original, I mean, God's got sacks full of kidneys. He's got sack full of, uh, 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 of eyeballs. You know, the first Sunday we opened up here, a girl came and had one eye. She didn't even have a pupil in her eye. Praise God, and I laid hands on her, and blessed God she could read out of that eye that didn't even have a pupil in it. Praise God. See perfectly. Praise God. How come? Because by our faith, we reached out there and got a hold of an eyeball. Hallelujah. Brought it over here. 
That's what your faith does. See, 2 Corinthians 4.4 said Satan is the God of what you can see of this world system. He's the God of this system. Sin, sickness, disease, failure. God said don't talk that trash. Don't get on that. Don't glorify Satan. Well, how you been doing? Well, I'm just wore out. I can't hardly make it. Looks like I'm going down the drain. I don't ever have nothing. Mama didn't have it, and Daddy didn't have it, and she picked cotton. Well, good for her. And that's all you're going to talk about. Then you're going to continually stay in the same realm of what you can see and never operate over here in the unseen realities. They already real. The original is there waiting on you. Hallelujah. It's a duplicate to everything you need. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. So Satan has a system set up, and he wants you to talk it. You know, if you talk it enough, you'll have what you say. See? But thanks be unto God, Colossians 1.13 said, We have been translated out of Satan's system, out of his domination, out from under his authority, and been placed where? We are already placed. We're citizens in the kingdom of Almighty God. We're citizens over here where healing is real. We're citizens over here where he's got a stack of your finances. We're citizens over here where the original blessed God, he said, that's yours. I've reserved it for you and nobody can take it away from you. Nobody. Got your name on it. Hallelujah. See, he didn't say, if you get saved, I'll write your name in the Lamb's book of life. He did not say that. He said, if you don't get saved, I'll have to blot it out. So bless God, our names are not blotted out. Now, Satan has a system, but God has got a system called the kingdom of Almighty God. Jesus said, go tell the people the good news. What are we going to tell them? The good news of the kingdom of Almighty God. Bless God, you can, be, you can be born into it. He said, I'm telling you right now, if I cast out devils, the kingdom of God has come unto you. He said, if I heal the sick and all this, you have experienced one of the kingdom of Almighty God's rules. His system. There ain't no little crippled boys in heaven. Amen. How come? He don't have any in heaven. Amen? You even run around and look at the trees over there in heaven. He said, them trees, them leaves are for the healing of the nations. Praise God. Hallelujah. He ain't got nothing but healing. So, let's read about some things about the kingdom. Luke 8 and 1. Said, it came to pass afterwards that he, Jesus, went through every city and village preaching and showing. Preaching and demonstrating. Preaching and bringing. What? The glad tidings of the kingdom of God. He said the twelve were with him. Amen. Amen. One translation, Lattimore said, Preaching and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. In other words, he not only preached, but he demonstrated it. If this gospel we preach cannot be demonstrated, then we're not preaching the gospel. In other words, we may be t- said, 
this kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. Unless the power of God shows up, then we're not preaching something right or not believing something right. So you gotta, you, you, you got to believe in what Jesus has already done. Himself took my infirmities and bare my sickness. you got to understand that. Most people believe that he took their sin. But that ain't all he done. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So it said he went through the cities and village preaching and showing, preaching and showing, preaching and showing. You know, I, I, I ain't never heard a preacher read that verse. I have never heard one preacher say that. Why? Because if you say it, then you're going to have to do what that, word, uh, that scripture says. Now, if you don't do what that scripture said, then something's wrong. said he went around preaching and showing what? The glad tidings, the gospel of the kingdom of God. This is the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God has come unto you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Mark, the first, first chapter, I'll, uh, 14th verse, I'll read it. And you can go ahead and turn to Matthew 4, and I'll get to that next. Mark 4, I mean 1 and 14, said, Now after that John was put in prison, Jesus came unto Galilee. For what? Preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. He come told them you can get you can live out of heaven. You can live. See, he said, teach us to pray. Lord, I pray that your will be done where? Down here on earth. Exactly like it is in heaven. Huh? We need to capture this thing. We need to operate out of the kingdom. We need to demonstrate the kingdom of Almighty God. You know, the whole world's waiting on the sons of God to take their place. Do you know that? He said, after John was put in prison, Jesus went about Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. Gospel is good news. Gospel brings hope. Hallelujah. And saying, the time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God's at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Well, now let me stop right there and just say this. If you don't believe the gospel, then you ain't saved. No time did Paul ever tell anybody that was born again to believe anything. He just said, find out what belongs to you. Find out what's yours. You are a believer. These signs follow them that believe. You are a believer. You're not trying. Wouldn't that be something? I'm a believer and I'm trying to believe. That'd be like me saying, bless God, I'm a man and I'm trying to be one. Oh! You think, well, that fellow's a half-wit. He's trying to be a man. Well, he ain't one. Huh? Something wrong with that guy. He ain't one of them. He ain't no man. Are you understanding what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be a man. Amen. He said, the kingdom of God's at hand. If it's at hand then, it's done come into being. Jesus said, there's some of y'all standing right here that will not die before you see the kingdom of God come. When did it come up? 
It's swung open the minute he's raised from the dead. It's all available, the whole kingdom. He said, now, anyone... See, he's the first one to be born again. He was born again in hell and was raised from hell. Hell couldn't hold him. Let me tell you something. He was beat unmercifully. You've seen the picture show the passion. That doesn't reveal half of it. When he's raised from the dead and his spirit came back in in his body, this original, the spirit of Almighty God, the spirit of Christ that was there, when it came back into him, bam, he's healed. The original got the physical heal. They looked at him and they said, My God, who is that fellow? Last time we seen him, meat is hanging off his head. Lips, black eyes, beat unmercifully, skin hanging off, beat with a cat of nine tail, just meat hanging off of him. Now we see him. He appeared to some on the road to uh, uh, Emmaus and said, My God, he acted like the Son of Man. said, Didn't your heart burn within you when you heard him talk? My God, he's talking kingdom stuff. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So Jesus went about preaching and demonstrating, preaching and doing, preaching and fulfilling what he came to do. Praise God. He said he preached the gospel of the kingdom and saying the times fulfilled, the kingdom of God is at hand. Hallelujah. One translation said, Philip said, the kingdom of God has arrived. Hallelujah. The kingdom has arrived. Pass out samples. The kingdom of God has arrived. Hallelujah. Well, what is the gospel that Jesus preached? First thing he ever preached. said, the spirit of the Lord's on me for I've been anointed. Say, so how you know that's what he preached? Said he found the place where it's written. You know you got to find your place? You know, this Bible wasn't written for heaven. This Bible was written for this, this realm, what you can see, feel, and all this. How am I going to look? We got an original of this. We got the original. You know, I believe God's got an original Bible in heaven. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He's got this original. He's got it. He's got the real thing. The real thing, the spirit world, made you. Made trees. How'd God do it? He planted him a seed and made you. Praise God. Praise God. So Jesus preached. Go preach the gospel. He said, the spirit of the Lord's on me, for he has anointed me. What does he anoint you to do? To heal. He preached that everywhere. Hallelujah. They that believed received. Say, well, how come, how come we're different than them? Those folks wasn't born again. See, you need to know what belongs to you. Faith is automatic when you know what belongs to you. I do not have to believe God for a $100 bill if I got one in my pocket. Huh? See, it's not a, a, a question of whether I believe or not. It's a question of whether I act on what I already have. I start saying it and act like it's mine. Hallelujah. I already believe. I'm a believer. I'm one of them fellows that believe. See, you go to talking like this, everybody will think you crazy. How come? Because Christianity don't act like this. 
Christians still bawling, squalling, getting them down here at the altar, trying to squall them out, make them feel better. Huh? And begging God, oh, I know God's going to heal me one of these days. Well, He ain't. Well, I know He's going to meet my need. I've got to have money by the first of the month. He's going to meet. Well, He ain't going to do it. Well, what am I going to do, brother so? Me and Brenda was preaching up there in, in Tulsa, prayer and healing school. Young assembly of God boy come down front in a wheelchair, rolled himself down there. And I said, what did you come for? He said, well, I come, I, want, I wanted God to heal me. I said, well, he's not. He broke down and cried and said, well, what have I done? I said, son, just sit, sit over there and listen. And uh, 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 if you'll listen, maybe you'll understand something. And if you don't understand something, I'll let you talk to Jim Hockaday after this thing's over. But you ain't going to get nothing with your attitude. She said, well, you was too rough on him. Well, what are you going to do? You're going to say, well, that's all right. That's a fine thing, the way you're believing. It's all wrong, but it's all right. No, I'm, I, look, you've got to shock people a lot of times. Sometimes you have to be flat out frank with them before they're going to realize that what they're doing is not right. He cried, he cried and all that, and his feelings was hurt and all that. Well, it, it, all he got was his feelings hurt. He didn't get nothing else out of what I said. Well, what are you going to do with nothing? I can't do nothing. I can't do something Jesus Christ can't do. Amen. Jesus Christ couldn't heal him. If he did, he'd have realized it and got what belonged to him, that it was already his. Amen? Faith awakens. Faith comes alive. Faith is inspired when you understand what already belongs to you. This Word of God is a past and finished book. It is finished. Hallelujah. We don't have to add nothing to it. It is enough right there to get you healed and set free. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, turn to the fourth chapter of, of Matthew. Fourth chapter and the 23rd verse. Hallelujah. Fourth chapter and the 23rd verse said, And Jesus went about Galilee. What did he do? Teaching in their church, in their synagogue, preaching what? The gospel of the kingdom. And, and is a conjunction. And is what he did, what, what it, it's kind of like two trains run together. They hooked up by a conjunction. Conjunction, junction, what's your function? Huh? Something's joined together. He went and preached the gospel and what? What's hung on to this gospel? And healing. And healing what? A few, now all manner of sickness, all manner of disease among the people, and his fame went throughout all of Syria. See, that's Gentiles. And they brought unto him all sick people who were taken with diverse diseases and torments, and those which were possessed with devils. What did he do? And those as lunatic, those that had the palsy, those that had kidney trouble, those that had heart trouble, those that had arthritis, those that had diabetes, those that had cancer, those that ha had AIDS, every bit of what did he do? And those that had and he healed them all. He healed them. 
How come he done that? He said he preached the gospel of the kingdom. He preached, bless God, he preached such things as himself took your infirmities and bare your sickness. Well, he hadn't done it. How could he do that? Because it's already done before the foundation of the world. God already planned your stuff out. How many of you know the anointing of Almighty God's on your tomorrows? Hallelujah. Ninth chapter, Matthew. Ninth chapter of Matthew, 35th verse. Jesus went about their cities and villages. What did he do? Looked like he's doing the same thing, same thing, same thing. He's preaching the same message. Someone said, well, Brother Sullivan, I've heard you preach this before. Yeah, and I'm going to preach it again. Same thing, same thing. If it worked one time, it'll work again. Amen? Now listen to him. He went about cities and villages teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And, and what? Healing every sickness and every disease among people. He even every one of them. Well, would it be fair to say if he sent us and said, go preach the gospel of the kingdom, that we preach the gospel that he preached? Or should we preach another gospel? Huh? Now, we boil Christianity in the gospel of the kingdom. Oh, you can get into the kingdom in a sweet by and by. And all you can expect out of Christianity is one day you'll get to go to heaven. Well, blessed be God, over in Deuteronomy, the 11th chapter said, if you'll take my word and put it in your mouth when you lay down and rise up and when you stand up, bless God, put the word of God in there and you can have heaven on earth. Heaven on earth. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Jesus has not changed. How you know? Said he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus is always now. When can I get it? Now. When do I have it? Now. Well, when did he get it for me? 2,000 years ago. When's it mine? It's mine now. I heard a preacher on TV this evening talking about, bless God, when you, when you accept Jesus Christ, all uh, salvation's yours and all this is yours, and God will give you all this, and God will give you all that. No, God so loved the world, heathens. While I was yet a sinner, he died for me. See, bless God, it's already yours. You're just accepting what he's already done. You don't think that, bless God, he just, the minute you accepted him, he wiped your sins away, do you? Well, ain't that wonderful? He wiped my sins away. How you know? said, well, I cried for an hour. Well, good. Well, I, you know, bless God, I feel so light. See, we go by feelings and what we've heard and some religious junk. Bless God, I accepted what Jesus done for me 2,000 years ago. It's already mine. It's set down to my credit. Himself bear my sin in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sins and living in righteousness by whose stripes ye are going to get healed? No, ye were. It's already yours. If it ain't already yours, you can't believe for it. I've asked so many persons, what are you believing for? Well, I'm believing God for healing. But when you're going to get it, I don't know. I'm already believing God. I'm just waiting on a manifestation. Well, you won't never get it. 
Well, I believe I will. Well, go ahead and tell me about it just before the undertaker comes. Because you ain't. That ain't faith. Faith believes God's already given it to me. Faith believes, bless God, He's already bear my sin. That He's already made the world righteous. If you ain't righteous, you can't get saved. He made the world righteous. Himself took my sin, bear my sickness, said, who is on self, bear our sins in his body on the tree. He said he was made sin for us who knew no sin. Why? I mean sin for us. When did he take your sin? Before I, while I was yet a sinner, he died for me. See, he was made sin for us who knew no sin that you could be made the righteousness of God. You have to accept it. There's your righteousness right there. Where is it at in, in this realm? How am I going to get there? With my faith. I just reach over and take hold of what God says is mine. I've asked a many, dear old sister, are you a righteous person? I'm trying my best. I do everything I can. Well, you failed. You're a flop. I come, I'm doing all I can. I don't want to please my Lord. And they do. And they do. I'm not making fun of what they're trying to do, but they need teaching. They're already righteous. They can't use their righteousness. They're still babies. He said, if you don't know your righteousness and skillful in the word of righteousness, you ain't nothing but a baby. You know what? A baby has to drink milk. See? Most folks ain't ever had no milk. How you know? Because it said, if you drink the sincere milk of the Word, you'll grow thereby. Most folks ain't ever got out of the babyhood stage. They're still in the cradle. Amen? How you know? You touch one just a little bit, and all the squall goes out throughout the land. Ah, he said something to me. What did he say? I done forgot, but I didn't like it back then. Amen? Jesus ain't changed. He said the kingdom of God's at hand. Amen. See, he said in Romans 1, 16, said the gospel's the power of God. Under what? Salvation. Salvation means healing, deliverance, soundness of mind, and preservation. There's your healing. There's your prosperity. There's soundness of mind. All that belongs to you. Well, where is it at? It is already set down to your credit. Hallelujah. We was preaching in Wade Prison. Old man come down. He said, I believe God will heal me. What's wrong with you? Oh, he just had cancer all over his face. You know, the next week we went back down there. It looked like baby skin. God had done totally healed him. They come in giving testimony that God healed me of AIDS. Five different cases down there. Five different, five different. The warden was excited about it. Amen. Only ones who wasn't excited about it was those that religious folks. Well, I know that God didn't heal them. I tell you what, that's a judgment of God on them. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. Wages of sin is all that is. And it come on them. If, if God put it on them, what's he doing getting them off of them? Amen. Praise God. Had a fellow come down front one Sunday morning. He... he I said, what do you want? And he, he said, I come down to ask you to pray. Later he told me, he said, I come down to ask you to pray for my 
people that's not saved. And he limped. He had four inches on the outside of his shoe built up and two inches on the inside. He had infantile paralysis when he was a kid, nine-year-old. Anyway, he come down front. I said, now, Glenn, what do you want? He hadn't been coming long. He said, I'd like to be healed. I said, sit down right there. And I felt the power of God hit him three times. And his leg said, doom, 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 went out. I kept his shoes in there built up like that for two or three years. Hallelujah. Had a knot on his side right there where he walked funny and he was instantly healed. How come? We preach the gospel. We don't just say it. We believe it. And God demonstrates this. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. We don't have a right to change the gospel. See, he said over in Matthew 24, 14, said this gospel is going to be preached as a witness, as a evidence producer. This gospel is going to be preached in demonstration. A fellow asked me one time, I was preaching in a, in a gas station, and I was talking to folks about and this religious fellow, he said, are you saying uh, we don't have God in our church if we don't have miracles? I said, anywhere God is, He'll show up with miracles. He said, well, we got God in our church. I said, you got religion in your church. Now, he was upset about that. But I said, do you believe God's going to have this gospel preached as a witness, demonstration, and then the end will come? See, one of these days, we're going to have to do something about what we're hearing. So one of these days, we're going to have to take this thing to the street. One of these days, you're going to have to go see your neighbor. One of these days, you're going to have to go see the grocery man. One of these days, you're going to have to go see that guy you owe money to. Amen. This gospel is going to be preached as a witness, a declaration of fact. Well, where is it a fact at? I don't see him healed. No, but he's got it right there. It's his. Well, he don't know anything about faith. Well, then I'll help him with it, and I'll reach over and get it for him. I'll help him with it. Amen? Praise God. Praise God. He said, 12th chapter of Matthew, there he said, If I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, the kingdom of God has come unto you. You know you got authority over all devils? Praise God. So, hallelujah. Fella asked me one time, he said, I, I want to quit dipping skull." I said, will you give me authority over you, bless God, I, I can get you delivered right now. He said, well, I'm going to give you authority. And I, I laid hands on him, prayed over him, and I said, Lord, if he ever takes another dip of snuff, I want it to make him deathly sick. We went about 20 miles down the road, and he said, I believe, I won't, I won't, I believe I'm going to take me a dip of snuff. I said, help yourself. Help yourself, little brother. He took him a big, big do- dose of that skull, and I had to stop the truck at a dipsy dumpster because he was sick unto death. 
We got authority over that kind of stuff. Anybody having trouble with cigarettes or something like that, they don't see their deliverance. They don't see they're set free from that. Amen? Hallelujah. Well, I've been fighting it for 20 years. Well, won't you quit fighting and accept what Jesus has done for you? It's already you. Walk in the blessings of God. They're mine now. Anybody say amen or owe me or anything? <laughs> say, you preaching against cigarettes? I ain't preaching against nothing. I'm preaching for something. Hallelujah. Cigarettes ain't never sent no one to hell. The only thing ever sent anyone to hell, bless God, is not receiving Jesus Christ. You listen, you know, I'd hate to go to heaven smelling like a cigarette. Someone said, well, can you go to heaven dipping snuff? Yeah, but you have to go to hell to spit. That's the only thing. Ninth chapter of Luke, first verse. Then he called the twelve disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure disease and sent them to what? Preach the kingdom of God, heal the sick. See, that's kingdom stuff. How many of you know you are a citizen in the kingdom of Almighty God? Philippians said we, our conversation or our lifestyle is written in heaven. One translation said your citizenship is in heaven. Where is it at? It's in the Lamb's book of life. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So he said, called the twelve, gave them power and authority over devils and to cure disease and he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Sixth verse and they departed. They departed. What did they do? They just departed. No. And went through the towns preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. Listen folks these disciples were not even saved. They were not born again. They were not in your class. Jesus said there has not been a greater prophet than John the Baptist, not a greater one, born of a woman, but the least one of you in the kingdom of God is greater than him. How come? Because you've got God's life, God's nature. You've got God's DNA. You've got God living in you. You're the temple of the living God. Back then, the Spirit of God could come on them, but it couldn't stay. It didn't stay. Hallelujah. But it came on Jesus Christ and abode. Why? Because he didn't have the life and nature of the devil. See, he told them, religious folks, you're of your father, the devil. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So he said his disciples against sickness and disease. Is a lady lived up on the smack over highway named Ms. Lama, lived right across the road from the goat woman. Yeah, maybe you don't remember the goat woman. But anyway, she had a black cancer on her face, and we prayed over her, and the cancer fell off. Hallelujah. Someone say amen. You know, Paul said this. Did he preach a different gospel? What did he preach? He said, the whole world's going to be judged by my gospel. Well, did he preach something Jesus didn't preach? No, no. You know, in Acts 20, 25, it said, what have you done, Paul? I have gone preaching the kingdom of God. I done been preaching the kingdom of God. I done been preaching you can get into the kingdom. Well, let's see what you preach. Said he went to the town, him and uh, Paul and Silas went over there to a town called Lystra. And what did it? They preached the gospel of the kingdom. And there was a man lame from his mother's womb 
who never had walked. Well, I used to could walk, but I've been in this wheelchair, and the doctor said I won't. Ne- well, I know it, and you, you believed everything the doctor said, don't you? Yeah, he's a truthful man. Hallelujah. Yeah, he's telling the truth, but I got something that, that's higher than, his, than what he says. I got the great physician's word. Amen? He said, Paul preached the gospel over at Lystra. So there's a man lame from his mother's womb who never had walked, never had walked, never had, never had, never had, didn't know how. He had never took one step, had never walked one bit. The same heard Paul preach. It said, and Paul perceived that the old boy had faith to be healed. Now he's preaching to a bunch of heathens, Gentiles, wasn't born again. Now he perceived he had faith to be healed. How do you know? I can tell when someone's believing something, the eyes are light up, the face light up. Man, they can't hardly wait for prayer. Bless God, they're sitting on ready. Hallelujah. He's sitting on the edge of his seat. He ain't laid back and about half cross-eyed. Paul got up in his face and said to the loud voice, stand up right on your feet, and that boy leaped and walked. Never had walked. We was in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. A fellow brought a little baby. He's a year and a half old. So what's wrong with him? Said he never has walked, never has walked, never has walked. I took his legs, and below his knees, I bent them together. He did not have bone in his leg, or they was flexible. I don't know what, but I said, if Jesus Christ can get him healed, we'll get him healed right now. Now faith is. How come? Because I know how to get over and get this little... See, there it is. Himself took my infirmities and bare my sick, and I put it on him. I lay it on him. I lay it on him. I lay it on him. I transmit that. I transmit. I'm telling you, the boy had never walked, and I laid hands on him. He jumped out of that fellow's uh, 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 hands and run up my pulpit up there and run up there. I had to run him down. Never had walked. Never had walked. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. How God wrought special miracles. How God wrought special miracles. How? By the hands of Paul. It wasn't Paul, wasn't no different than the next guy. Well, what is it? Our God's special. He got some special stuff for you. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. People have to hear the truth. Have you told anybody lately about it? Well, you know, I, I really hadn't. Well, I know it. Praise God, and God knows it. He said the whole world go preach this gospel. Romans 8, 19 said the whole creation's waiting on a manifestation of the sons of God. Everybody's waiting. Them trees out there waiting on it. That everything, dogs, cows, the animal kingdom, the vegetable kingdom, uh, humans, they're sitting on ready. They waiting. They want to see a son of God. Not just talk. We've had enough preaching. They're preaching on marriage on TV now. Preaching, trying to get folks to stay together. Why, man, if you sold out to God, you'll stay together. You can't make people sell out to God. Romans 8, 19, Cotton Patch said, The whole world's waiting to catch a glimpse of real life, sons of God. They want a glimpse of them. I'd like to see one of those things they call a Christian. When I got saved, I didn't know a Christian. Did you know that? I didn't know one. 
You say, wasn't your mama saved? Yeah, my sister was saved. Geraldine, she comes in. They'd say something about Jesus. I didn't know what they're saying. Didn't care. Amen? Amen. I never seen a demonstration of God's supernatural power. On TV one time back in the early 50s when TV just come out, I saw Earl Oil Roberts lay hands on a woman that had a garter hanging down like that. And I seen him lay hands on her and that garter disappeared. Now I did not believe that. I thought maybe they had a twin sister that they snatched her off and run her in there. It was an old film. That's what I believed. I didn't believe that happened. Had no idea that that could be true. Amen? Hallelujah. But blessed be God, the whole world's waiting to see some of this. Praise God. Turn to 1 Peter 2.24. Turn to that. Praise God. First Peter 2.24 said, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body. How many of you believe he bore our sin? Amen. Do you know any Christians that don't believe he bore their sin? I don't know any, any religion. Even Catholics believe that. Protestants believe that. But that's not all he said. Who his own self bear our sin in his own body on three that we being dead to sin. Dead to sin. The old man that was connected to sin is dead. He's gone. He don't, you don't have an old man anymore. Amen. What else? Whose own self bear our sin in his own body on tree that we being dead to sin should live under righteousness. Right standing with God. By whose stripes ye were healed. Not going to be, but you were. Well, where's my were at? Where's my were healing? It's stacked up waiting on you. In that realm where it originated. That realm which made that which you see. William said, he bore our sins and said, By his wounds you have been healed. Now, whether you ever receive your healing or not, you've already been healed. Mind of God said, so There it is. By his stripes you're healed. Translators of the New Testament said, He himself bore our sins. Everybody believes that, don't they? By his wounds you've been healed. Grieber said, In his own body he bare the sins. In his body he bore the sins. Hallelujah. Goes on to say, With his wounds you yourself have been healed. Cotton patch. He bore our wrongs on his own shoulders as he hung on the tree and his flock, at his flogging you was cured. Substitution work, substitutionary work of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. New English Bible. In his own person, he carried our sins. In his own person. We believe that. Well, why not believe it all? Half this verse ain't right and half wrong. He carried our sins and he finishes up. By his wounds, you have been healed. Not you're going to be, but you have been. Can you say amen? amen. You have been, not you're going to. Hallelujah. Well, when, when did he uh, 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 heal you? New American Bible said, By his wounds you were 
you were healed. Jerusalem said, you have been healed. Philip said, it was his suffering that he bore which has healed you. He has healed you. He has healed you. That's it. While I was yet a sinner, he died for me. When did he bear your sin? On the tree. When did he bear your sickness? On the tree. By his bleeding stripe, ye were healed. Ye were healed. See, faith believes that sin and sickness has past tense been handled. See, faith believes that. Faith believes that by his stripes you were healed. That's what I operate in. Hallelujah. When did I get it? I got it now. Well, I'm believing God's going to heal me. Well, he ain't. Well, I believe I'll receive a manifestation. People's always telling me, I, I, I know I'm healed, but I'm waiting on a manifestation. No, you ain't. if the Word of God ain't your manifestation, you ain't believing. I don't need nothing else but God's Word. I believe God told the truth. He said it's impossible for Him to lie. He can't do it. He can't do it. Who said that? The creator of the universe, the creator that made you, the creator that has all your blessings stacked up waiting on you, they're reserved in heaven for you. He said he can't lie. He said he can't. Impossible. Hebrews 4.3 amplified, said although his works was completed, prepared, and waiting for all who believe from the foundation of the world. Well, the believer's me. It's been waiting. It's completed. It's already prepared. Hallelujah. 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 Hebrews 11, 1, now faith is. Living Bible said, now faith is the certainty. It's the certainty of what? That it's already ours. It's the certainty of what we hope for is waiting for us, even though we can't see it up ahead. Where can I see it? I see it in the unseen realm. I see it with the eye of my faith. I see it in the Word of God where he can't lie. Cotton Patch said, Now faith, it's betting your life on the unseen realities. I like that. You know, if a person's sick and he thought he could go to Little Rock and get healed, you know how many would get there? They'd borrow money. They'd do anything in the world to get there, wouldn't they? Huh? If they thought a heart transplant or something... You know, bypass surgery forever going up there. Amen. Amen. How come he went over? Well, I believe they I believe they're the best, man. Hallelujah. If they believe God would heal them, they'd be standing right there after the benediction. Amen. Huh? Amen. If they believe it's already completed, prepared, and waiting for me. All I gotta just do is receive it by faith. Now listen to this. Faith believes God has completed. Prepared all my healing, all my blessing, and waiting for me to receive. How? By faith. Now faith, what? He can't see it. But they're unseen realities. Where are they at? They're in the kingdom of God. Well, where am I at? I am a citizen of two worlds. I operate here in the physical, but I can go in and out and get groceries. I can feed on this stuff and bring it back out. Amen? Praise God. Faith believes God is completed, prepared, and my blessing, my healing, my prosperity, everything that I need for life and godliness is already set aside for me. It's reserved in the kingdom of heaven. 
Hallelujah. Well, glory. You get anything out of this? Praise God. Hallelujah.